What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 52. Today with my guest, Twin Pixie from Philadelphia. They are an electronic pop duo featuring members Ave and TJ, who say they met at a school in Montreal where they formed the band. Anyway, they describe their music as a supernatural connection between pop and queer cultures. Notable influences include the witchiness of early Grimes and Purity Ring, as well as the infectious dance bops of Carly Rae Jepsen and Churches. They have a new song out now called Astrology, which you can find on Spotify and iTunes and generally wherever you listen to music. And it's featured on this episode, so if you like it, definitely go check it out. Uh, as always, you can follow or subscribe to the band or the podcast if you feel so inclined. It always helps both of us out. Um, if you're listening to this and you happen to be in a band, specifically with new music coming out, uh, feel free to hit me up. It's always possible we could do an episode. But uh, yeah, um, the podcast itself is coming up on a one-year anniversary, which is pretty cool. About to hit uh, 52 episodes uh, right on cue. So, didn't think that was going to happen, but uh, pretty cool nonetheless. I just got the first round of t-shirts in, which I'm pretty stoked on. They're super comfy. So, thanks to previous guests, Taylor Polynomial and Zeke, for hooking those up. If you follow the podcast page on Instagram or Facebook, you should be seeing them up soon. But, uh, yeah, other than that. As always, thanks for listening, thanks for supporting local music, thanks for supporting the bands, and uh, all that stuff, it, it always helps. So yeah, without further ado, Twin Pixie from Philadelphia. thing i want to do is talk to you guys for you know an hour and then <laughs> it ends up just being a uh, a phone call which of course is fun but i think you guys want a little more out of it than that so <laughs> you do. Um, at least that's what that's what i'm hoping for here so in any case uh like i said um my name's brett um started a little podcast here about a year ago actually um, to the week, I think. So, nice. going going on about like one episode a week, uh, averaging, spot on, and uh, nice. it's, it's been fun. I recently kind of branched out to uh, Philly, um, mostly Baltimore or DMV based. Mm. But um, I think I put a little note in one of the DIY Philly Facebook groups and found mm-hmm. you guys through there. Yeah. So. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for having, having us. Yeah, yeah, this is our first podcast. Yeah, as a band. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> at first, it's, it's kind of a little weird. But, um, yeah, generally speaking, it's pretty fun. I mean, for some reason, I've kept at it. So it's kept <laughs> me at least that interested. Yeah. Um, Congrats on a year. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't really think I would. I just got bored, you know, when shows stopped happening and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah, this has been a good way to meet people, to network, to do all those things where oftentimes you just don't get a chance to talk to people. Um, you know, yeah. IRL, as they say, mm-hmm. people are running around. Right. So how are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. We're, yeah, we're, we're, good. we're admittedly pretty tired today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We stayed up late playing Minecraft, uh, but no, we're we're doing good. We're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear. Um, yeah. For those that might be listening, I'm here with Ave and TJ of Twin Pixie. I will, uh, you know, add a couple nice things in the intro to the episode and feature your new song, as well to kind of give people an idea of uh, what you guys do. So, um, yeah, maybe in your own words, like how would you? How would you describe your sound? Because, to be honest, I don't listen to your genre quite as much. So, yeah, you might have a little um, better description than I would. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we all of our music is electronically produced, so we use synthesizers and samples. Um, I guess we record vocals. Maybe that's the only, like, sort of acoustic instrument we have but we heavily produce our vocals too so it's very electronically based um we're super inspired by dream pop uh electro pop dance pop um witch pop we're like also inspired by like supernatural themes and the occult um Mm -hmm. we try to kind of play around with that in our sounds yeah um yeah yeah Yeah, and i guess like in terms of the sound world that we tend to be gravitated towards is um, I think we like really kind of dreamy sounds and kind of the flip side of that, like some really electric sounds and trying to find a way for um, to kind of capture both of those in the same space. Not always in perfect 50-50 unison. I would say like um, our last single um, it's on the kind of dreamy side and first single we put out is more on the kind of intense electric yeah. um, side but there's like a little bit of a coming yeah so the, the newest one is astrology right and then mm-hmm. prior to that uh, was lunacy mm-hmm. yeah well you guys are getting some streams so that's cool so it's off to a good start <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, based on the artwork and everything, I would assume this is uh, just a, a full EP, just one song at a time, or a full album. We're aiming for like a small album, large EP, um, yeah. and it. I mean, we've been making music together for like three years now, but we didn't start releasing until this last summer, mm-hmm. um, and. I mean, at some point we were just like, okay, we just like need to start releasing some of these songs. 
because um, yeah. we've been spending like so much time trying to like perfect them behind the scenes. Um, so now we're just kind of doing it like releasing one by one um, until like the album is out. So there's not really mm-hmm. a set date, but we're hoping to release everything on the album within the year. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, um, if it's not an unfair comparison, um, I mean, uh, what's the band? Uh, Tegan and Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I know that they're a pretty mainstream popular act at this point, but uh, once upon a time, they were just a little indie group. And I mean, mm-hmm. to some degree, your sound has some parallels there, I think. Uh, yeah, I certainly know. we both it, we both like them a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought maybe they might be one of your influences, but if there's others, I mean, sure. feel free to throw a couple of names out there as well. Um, yeah I mean we've been with our latest single we've been getting compared we've been getting compared to Grimes a good bit yeah um, we take we take I mean I think our, our biggest influences are like early Grimes Purity Ring Carly Rae Jepsen and Churches mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then we have like a whole bunch of like other influences too but we actually like have been slowly over the past three years of working together there's like a playlist that we just anytime we hear stuff that we really like it feels appropriate we add to so we have like almost like a catalog of uh, bands or people who have influenced us yeah there's like um like other influences off the top of my head are like let's eat grandma and um i think we feel really deeply influenced by sophie Mm -hmm. um and um, I feel like there's there's a huge range on that playlist. Like Metric is on there. Yeah. And Strokes. The Strokes. Yeah. Weird Al is on there. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's pretty eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Bjorn. You guys huge. didn't know each other before you uh, started a band, or did you guys just? We did. We we briefly knew each other um so we met at um graduate school up in montreal mm-hmm. um and we had been hanging out for maybe like two months uh mm-hmm. and we're just like bonding over a lot of the same music and we would go to the go to local shows at bars and like we just would, like i don't know yeah. we, we loved the music scene up there the diy scene um i feel like ave ave tells the story of us starting our band better than I do. <laughs> well, I it was TJ's birthday, and so I threw a kind of like a, a weekend birthday party, and we invited um, two of our other friends to come to my apartment and like bake um, cupcakes and stuff before everyone arrived for the birthday party. And all day long, TJ and I are joking because we had at some point started joking like like what if we just started a band and all day long we were listening to like early grimes and plantasia and just lots of music and uh we're joking this whole time and one of our friends turns and is just like why don't you actually just do it yeah that's how it all (laughs) starts the next day we were just like started texting and we were like let's let's meet and talk about this (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Montreal's a pretty cool place. 
I actually played an open mic there one time. I'd, oh, nice. I might have got a little too drunk, though. Um, I also think it was more more of like a stand-up night in particular that that wow. night, too. So I, I think I felt a little out of place. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do, do a number, I might as well imbibe a little bit. And I don't know. It's a, it's a fun place, for sure. Uh, I definitely, we really loved the live music scene there. Yeah. Are you I, transplants from there, or like, are you Canadian, or no. or did you just no, move we're there? No, we're both American, um, but we, we were there for school, so we had visas okay, to right. study there. Um, and I had lived in Philadelphia for my undergrad um, before moving to Montreal, and so we actually ended up dropping out of this graduate program, mm-hmm. um, and after we decided to leave, um, we thought Philly would be a great city to try and get our band off the ground yeah which school did you go to up there i went to uh the curtis institute of music it's like a tiny little Mm -hmm. hole in the wall music school what's the big one in montreal we were at in montreal we were at mcgill mcgill yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, i actually stayed there just because like in the summer they rent out the dorms like hotel rooms it's kind of funny oh Huh, I didn't know Interesting. that. Interesting. So it's like super, super cheap. It's almost like a hostel in a way. But oh. it's even better because you get the entire place to yourself, at least when we went up there. Which yeah. is kind of huh. interesting. That's funny. Yeah, I remember you know. we saw all sorts of really, really weird bands. Like the live yeah. scene there, just mm-hmm. full of characters. One well, of the ones cool that stuck out to me was the band that was like kind of like a... This guy, it was like the bass player was wearing a cowboy hat and dressed up like a cowboy. And mm. then there was like this like super punk rock uh, girl playing drums with like shaved hair. Yeah. And then the guy was like kind of like um, just like really kind of angry talking. Like he was like a singer, but he was just angry talking, kind of like um, mm. looked like a football player or something. So it was like yeah. a cowboy, a football player, and a girl yeah yeah there's a good country singer he's got a song called cowboys and the hippies and uh sometimes those two groups do in fact hang out with each other it just depends that sounds like a lot of montreal actually yeah yeah what i like about there is it's like a european city on this continent like you don't Mm -hmm. have to fly across the ocean you can just drive up the up the road basically it's not even that far and then Next thing you know, you kind of feel like there's people from all over the world just kind of hanging out in one place. So, I like, yeah. I mean, I've been to London before, so it felt kind of similar to that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But obviously, with a bit more, a uh, bit more French, of course. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm pretty weak in that department. All I got is my Spanglish, so mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't get you very far there, unfortunately. I feel like I got really good at reading but I oh, yeah. still can't speak and listening. My listening comprehension was very bad, too. But I can read some a, of the French signs. Have you been able to work it into your lyrics at all? A little French dabble here and there? <laughs> no. <laughs> or maybe a metaphor? No? I think yeah. I would, it would drive me insane, actually. I I would not be able to do that. I think in order to yeah. write words, I kind of, yeah, I kind of have to have a sense of, like, what 
it's like not just what the words mean, but like how they're interacting with culture and everything around them. Yeah. So I would always feel like I would be saying something like I don't really know. Like I could be saying something really offensive to people, and I had no clue. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely tricky writing uh, lyrics in other languages for sure. You don't want to overstep your bounds or anything like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I figure if Megadeth can write a Tulaman, then you know, <laughs> I mean, you can't get yourself in too much trouble. But um, you know, different uh, different styles. That people want to experiment with is cool. Slightly different, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, the common question that I generally ask people is, you know, what you've been up to in the current times. I mean, the last year or so, especially as it pertains to music, because I know for the most part, most of us don't have as much as we used to going on. So I just mm -hmm. figure, usually ask people just kind of how they've been keeping busy or if, if they're still working on music or if they replaced it with something else knitting i don't know <laughs> but i think we're going harder than ever on music yeah, yeah. Uh, we're That's quarantined cool. from one another so all of our work is done over zoom um and that's been okay. the shift yeah. but um i mean thankfully because we're doing all electronic production and stuff it makes it relatively mm -hmm. straightforward because Mm -hmm. um, even if we have the physical synths, we just record them in and, you know, use MIDI yeah. and stuff. Share them with each other. Uh, yeah. We can share screen over Zoom and hear what's happening. It's it's very interesting. It's actually been some, almost like a strange positive, which is that when you listen to audio, like playback over Zoom, it comes in mono, which mm -hmm. actually means one of us is listening to the mix in mono while the other one's listening in stereo. Yeah. And so it's like allowed us to catch problems really early on with like mono mix versus stereo mix so mm -hmm. that's been like a very strange like positive to come out of all of this which is yeah. i think our mixes in general have become stronger just because we're listening kind of both in mono and stereo at the same time yeah it's pretty wild um i know a lot of people complain about trying to to do stuff musically over over stuff like video chat but um I did uh, recently learn about this uh, software that these kids developed over Stanford this year, and uh, I, I don't know if they've turned it into an app yet. It's still kind of in the beta mode, but it's uh, called Jack Trip, and they found a way to sort of eliminate the latency. However, um, you kind of need some computer ability. Not a lot, but a little. I had to have somebody walk me through it. I, I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, yeah. It's kind of interesting because, like, people are finding ways to sort of, I don't know, uh, get out of the, the standard mold and, and see if they can make something yeah. feel a little bit more alive. But, yeah. um, mm -hmm. obviously, we've definitely seen, you... oh, yeah, we've definitely seen like some, some people get creative with doing shows online. We were actually at yeah. one last night, um, that was like 8,000 people or something, which yeah. was the biggest one that I'd been to, but. Um, I guess maybe enough time has passed that people are, are kind of figuring out what works for them, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it, it is really interesting to see the different ways that people are getting creative with having to work online. Yeah. And maybe mm -hmm. make music online. Yeah, it's yeah, a struggle. But and this is like the first experience. Good. 
Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, this is like our first experience releasing uh, music in this particular way. Um, I mean, both of us have, have kind of extensive musical backgrounds, but doing synth pop is relatively new to both of us. And so there's been, it's been like kind of a really great time for us because I think it's been already over the past three years, we've been so focused on just like the studio album, like making studio songs. And it's been kind of nice to like hit this point right now where we're finally ready to release music and like we're just on the cusp of finally putting together this album. And I think before this, we felt like a real strong pressure also to be preparing live performances alongside. Yeah. And I think it's given us just that little bit of extra space before having to figure that out, that portion out, mm-hmm. <laughs> versus putting out the studio stuff. Um, yeah. But now, I mean, we're like kind of moving in that direction again, trying to figure out how we're going to do things live. But um, I think like having this experience be like, oh, we, like, how do we reach people online? Forcing us into that has been like also a big learning experience of like how how do we grow an online following versus like just playing shows or like meeting people in person and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, well, hopefully this helps. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it seems like everybody in the mom has a podcast these days, but, um, <laughs> you know, I figure a couple more can't hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. especially cause there's plenty of us out there making music and not all of us are really ever going to get hurt, you know? And I don't, <laughs> don't mean to be, pessimistic but it's just, realistic though yeah but there are a lot of good bands out there and you know sometimes it's not really the talent that uh always gets you far it's just luck yeah. and determination and all those other factors so sure. i would uh hope that this adds a little wind in the sails maybe in your direction <laughs> <laughs> any any little way i can you know yeah. so um i didn't actually ask you what each of you did uh, musically or in the band, like what your specialty is or what your, you know, primary instrument is, basically. So if either Ave or yeah. TJ, it's up to you. Um, I mean, I so far I'm doing most of the vocals. There's maybe a couple times where Ave sings. Mm-hmm. Um, we both play synthesizers and produce everything together. Um, a lot of it really is studio work, um, but I think when we do live shows, it'll be pretty evenly split um, with us doing synthesizers and um, triggering samples and drum machines and stuff. Um, I guess Ave is our sort of main lyric writer. I don't know if that's a role, <laughs> but that's kind of the, the role that she's taken on. Um, yeah. And I guess I'm the main melody writer. I got yeah, you. I think it's, it's funny because I think in many ways, like both of us do kind of everything. I mean, obviously TJ is doing all the main vocals and stuff. That's one of the few things that I'm not doing. But pretty much everything from top to bottom, we have some sort of engagement with. And so with lyrics, like even though I feel like I, even though I write a um, like the start of all the lyrics. Um, the lyric writing process is like deeply collaborative and I always rely on TJ to read what I've done and then be like, oh, this is like, I really love these lines and then I take those lines and then write more yeah. or 
rearrange words or all these things. So it's like even, and like the songwriting is the same way. Like I feel like in general, not always, but TJ has taken the lead on songwriting a lot of the time. Um, but then of course it's like once there's kind of the initial inspiration, it becomes very, very deeply collaborative. And I think that's yeah. what drew us both to this, um, like working together is because um, both of us want to do everything. I think we had, uh, we're having uh, most of the songs on the album um, mastered by someone else, um, Elaine Raznicki, what, what's her last name? Or how do you say? Raznick or Raznicki? I'm, I'm actually not sure how to pronounce her last name. I feel very bad about that. Yeah, but she's, incredible. A, she's an incredible engineer. Uh, shout out in there audio. at some point. Yeah, or after the fact. Uh, she's she's been yeah. fantastic, um, but I think in general, like except with exception of that, like we like want to be able to do everything ourselves, and we kind of approach it that way of like um, trying to learn. If we don't know, we have to learn how to do it, and we want to engage with everything and collaborate. And it's been the the thrill of of the project is like not only we're we doing music too, like we're collaborating on. Um, like we have music video ideas for the future and yeah. um, fashion. We've actually taken up sewing to sew outfits and um, like just being able to be engaged in every single aspect of. Um, yeah. I mean, if I can media project. Yeah. If I can add on to kind of what you're saying, like I've been fortunate to work with a couple of people to make like music videos for my band. And like, that's been one of the most fun aspects of playing music and it's arguably like secondary but it's like it's pretty cool if you come up with a vision or an idea and you can turn a song into a screenplay or you get to work with interesting people that you wouldn't necessarily cross paths with on a given day like the last music video i got to shoot in a friend's art factory which was just mm. a, a wild experience in and of itself um so like i kind of like the the network of just people i don't know i use the term weirdos affectionately but like <laughs> oh <laughs> just yeah. like you know like people you wouldn't necessarily always know about until like hey you got an idea i got an idea all right like let, let's make this happen and you know that goes for every really every form of artist i would just say you know whether musician or or not um it, mm. it's cool how we can all kind of put our our like stamp on things when something happens mm -hmm. so hopefully yeah. you guys find somebody you know that you guys click with that you can work with um mm -hmm. yeah he's you been uh good researching a cinematography and, and has gotten yeah. a camera so. yeah <laughs> we might well, end up like trying to shoot ourselves but, but it would be fun <laughs> to work with with more people too yeah like our headshots that we did that was like um something that we did ourselves and tried to figure out how we could like get the right lighting and because yeah. we're quarantined from one another like try to match each other's setups so we had similar lighting enough and then i had to learn how to make replace our eyeballs with spinning orbs and, yeah. and video yeah. software and stuff so it was just you know it's, to me it's just a big adventure and yeah um, learning new tools trying new mediums yeah, yeah I'll, I'll text you the uh, the flyer right now. You should get it that I drew up uh, today while I was at work uh, for the episode. 
So oh, cool. this is I'll probably I'll probably do something like this when you get it. Nice. You're oh, probably cool. not gonna see it very yeah, well if I hold it up to the camera. I mean I could try. <laughs> but yeah. I you can just look at it on your phone at some point. Um Yeah. yeah. But, you know, something like that. So nice. um I try to make this thing as official as I can. But <laughs> Yeah, we <laughs> um, get that. <laughs> I'm just just a guy. Um Yeah. But yeah, you mentioned like, you know, some uh some different ideas that not everyone wants to talk about, like uh the occult, for instance, or like maybe let's just say like spiritual ideas or something like that. And you know, giving you guys music, uh genre and sound and band name and everything else. I was like, well, I figured that might be a topic that comes up, but I don't know mm -hmm. if it's even interesting enough to talk about or if you guys don't even go that far um, <laughs> as far as like... We can talk about that. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like anything we practice in, in terms of like a, a, a religion or like a daily... Yeah. A daily practice or anything but just this kind of aesthetic that we're super interested in both um like visually i don't know i'm a, I'm a super visual person so like when we were working on the production for astrology i was thinking a lot about like what would it sound like to make a vocal sound more like a ghost or like how do we yeah. make our sense sound like a starry sky um i don't know I don't know. I know Ace has a lot to say about this. <laughs> I do. Yeah, go for it. Um, where to start? Well, I think there's just so many layers of this that we try to engage on. I mean, I, I think it's the, the first... TJ and I have done one live per performance together. Um, before, well, I guess concurrently with the band, um, we were uh, a part of this kind of new music art collective i don't know really what to call them they were kind of just like yeah, more like performance art than music but everyone There's thought music themselves as musicians yeah and our first uh live performance together was this kind of like seance uh ritual thing that we concocted together and it started with uh, we had like an amp on the floor in between us and we covered it with a, a sheet and then on top of that we put um, like a big platter and uh, TJ pre-recorded herself reading from this eighth, I believe it's 8th century medical handbook hmm. um, pretty cool and it was all remedies of uh ear afflictions yeah um and so it was like kind of like quiet reading of this text about how to fix your ear but it's like all really weird old remedies of like wrapping a cloth around a stick and dipping the stick in oil and then putting it in your ear or something like really uncomfortable stuff um, well not quite leeches i guess yeah, not quite, but like basically yeah. <laughs> not stuff you'd probably really want to be doing. Um, and then we did this kind of like ritual of like pouring wine and like uh, just kind of like very performance art. And then 
there was a big shift in the piece. We performed this on the floor, and the whole audience was around us in like 360-degree uh, yeah. uh, uh, arrangement. And uh, at the kind of breaking point of the piece, TJ snapped a chicken bone that we had gotten. Yeah. And the piece changed from being this kind of performance art thing to like all of a sudden using speakers that we had placed around behind the audience playing like long synth tones and then TJ was singing. Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of just like trying to create this feeling. I don't know. It was definitely a strange piece that was like, I think for a lot of people involved listening to it, it was very unsettling. Yeah. Um, this was in Montreal, so I think there was definitely a theme for it there. <laughs> there was an audience for it, yeah. 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 Um, I think in general, like, the occult comes from, or interested in ghosts, or, I mean, ghosts in particular, I think, have this relationship to issues of spirit and body. I think a lot of the stuff, the lyrics that we're writing, and the things that we're kind of thinking or feeling through or trying to deal with are these questions of, um, kind of like the limits of the body versus the kind of sense of your interior and that kind of relationship or dis dis um, the disengagement or a, a difficulty of engaging with body and, and mind. And I think ghosts have this kind of representation of being something that uh, isn't, they're not bound by this problem. They have this kind of freedom. Um, they don't have to worry about having bodies. They get to just be themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, My favorite band these days is called uh, Susto, and they take that name from an old world uh, ailment, shall we say, in South America. And uh, basically, mm -hmm. it meant like a disconnection from the soul to the body, or the spirit to mm -hmm. the body, or something like that. And what uh, are they called again? Susto. And it actually is a real oh, term, apparently, in like Cuba and other mm. places, where mm. it's like, you know, interesting, a problem someone's having where they're not quite connecting with their, you know, authentic self, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, so kind of on that note. And at this point, I was holding up a book called The Book of Symbols. This is like my Bible for metaphors. It's uh. Mm. it's far weirder than it looks actually but it's mm -hmm. comprehensive so it does cover like things that are not necessarily uh, esoteric it uh, includes mm -hmm. very mainstream very common ideas with some of the lesser known archaic ones so mm -hmm. it uh, okay. comes up quite often on this podcast because I don't know I love lyrics and I love those sort of metaphysical ideas and uh that's one of those books that I always kind of look to 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 find uh, something if if I'm struggling with an idea mm -hmm. or not. It's just fun to read. Yeah, um, I can send you that link later on. It's called the Book of Symbols. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> uh... I know that's not the best question for an interviewer to ask, but sometimes I feel like I I do most of the talking or I drive the conversation in certain areas, but I don't really need to. I mean, you know, at the same time, it's your platform to definitely talk about what you want to promote or what you've been up to 
or uh, anything of that nature, you know. And if that doesn't work, we can uh, we can talk about favorite TV shows lately or uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like that. I'm so, if there's anything. Um, what you guys been watching on Netflix? Have I? I don't know if I've been watching anything on Netflix lately. Struck out again. Really watch TV. I don't watch television very much. <laughs> it's probably a harder question than just talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, prior to the shutdown, like, um, were you? Did you guys get to play anywhere cool in Philly, or were we not playing out yet? We were yeah, not. Yeah, we were not playing. Yeah, we weren't okay. playing. Um, we've never really performed live as our band yet. Yeah. Um, we've just been doing studio work. Um, and are just starting to figure out how to turn our production into live playable setting, which is yeah. quite a feat. But um, gotcha. yeah. Besides that, like one show where we did a like a ritualistic thing in Montreal. That's, that was that was <laughs> the only show that we played, and that wasn't really yeah. our. Band. That was. Yeah, that was kind of like else. us inside of uh, this art collective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was all right. like their last show, too, but everything kind of fell apart after that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, let's see what I got. So, I do have a, occasionally, I'll do like a rapid fire segment, like either or questions. But you have to give me some slack, because... I haven't updated them in at least a few episodes. I'm always trying to refine them to make them a little bit more funny or interesting or something. So, alright, where do we start? How about uh, Taco Bell or McDonald's? We'll start with the mundane. Taco Bell or what? McDonald's. Taco Bell. McDonald's, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one I pick. Well, we know that we're iPhone, not Android. Otherwise, we couldn't all... Uh, I'll talk to each other. That's mm-hmm. what I got. Uh, black coffee or creamer? Black. I yeah. drink it with creamer, but no sugar. Shopping online or shopping in person? That's tough. Tricky, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would say online. I, I like getting clothes in person because I'm very picky. Yeah. And I also like going into random shops and finding random things that I wouldn't expect yeah. to get and buying them, like impulse buying, I guess. Uh, but it's so nice to just like get groceries from your couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually good things. Yeah, places. I yeah. I, some, <laughs> I sometimes deliver people's groceries to their couch. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe you've delivered groceries to my couch. Oh wait, no, you're in Baltimore. Yeah, so never mind. That'd be a little bit farther. I'm 95, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My uh, my full time gig is in healthcare, so every once in a while, I oh, okay. get out there and make a quick buck. Um, mm. oh, cool. How about uh, pancakes or waffles? I don't like either. All right, you're actually not the first. <laughs> I to probably say would that. have pancakes. Um, ocean or mountains? Oh, I would say ocean, but it's because it's scarier to me. Mm, I think mountains are scarier. I'm afraid of heights. I'm also yeah. terrified of heights, but oceans have sunfishes in them, and I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I would say both, or ocean, or mountain. I don't know. 
I guess I yeah. like going to the ocean, and you kind of like feel like how like to me there's just like such a power. And I guess like big mountains, I'd feel that way too. But the, they're not really. Most of my experiences are around the ocean and not around big yeah. mountains, because you know, United States. <laughs> uh, dogs or cats? Cats. Cats. I've got cats, cats. Right here. Ah, uh, oh, this is Simi. Sweet. Got the cat. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. I could. We actually, uh, we're gonna have a song about cats. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We brought it, yeah. the inspiration was a combination of like ch children's rhyme, like uh, bring around like the rosy kind of yeah, yeah nursery yeah. rhyme and cats <laughs> and something kind of uh, more superstitiously creepy or intense. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, not a goofy song about cats. Like adults dancing to like a mother goose rhyme, but about cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this next question could be like favorite pop star, really. Um, normally I just go like Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga or something, but you know, could be another one. I guess generally Lady Gaga, although there are some Taylor Swift songs that I like. Like yeah, I guess Lady uh -huh. Gaga. Yeah, piggy between the two, probably Lady Gaga. Yeah. Strangely enough, I do uh, love Britney though. Oh, Britney. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah we just watched current favorite pop star. We just watched the Britney documentary the other day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that Britney. was intense. Yeah. Yeah, she's struggling out there. Um, for some reason, I ask commonly sometimes people like their favorite Canadian province. So I, normally it's just something to th throw people off guard, but I feel like you guys, I guess, have the easy answer there, unless it's not Quebec. I don't know. I mean, so. I don't know if mine would be Quebec, just because being an American there is, is very different than being a Canadian there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, not everybody there is like this, but it does seem like they kind of just don't want Americans around. No, yeah. I don't think you're alone in that sentiment. Yeah. So. But there's some really cool people there. Yeah. That being said, yeah. Well, us Americans can try not to step on too many toes, I guess, while we're up there and just try to. <laughs> yeah. They they really just it seems like it's better if you just don't try to speak French, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I, like, it didn't matter if I tried to speak French yeah. or not. They just didn't want me there. Not, exactly. they don't, <laughs> I, they don't I really found not. that like, like if you don't sound like you could speak French, they're much more okay. I think my mm -hmm. problems were when people thought like when I you look like someone who should be able to speak French and then you're not, then they get mm -hmm. more upset. But if I you look like a, if yeah. you and you talk if you talk like an American, I think they're less uh, upset. <laughs> Because then they're just like, oh, you're just a stupid American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, all we can do is try. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you got the new song coming out. It's called Astrology. Uh, you also have Lunacy out as well. I will feature the new one, though, on this episode. Cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, mostly I just appreciate you guys coming on. Hanging out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, no problem. I mean, my my favorite 
local band of all time was from Philly, and all he tried to do oh. was make his friends uh, feel like their own heroes of their own lives. So, <laughs> what's the I've, band? Uh, Mischief Brew. They're like a folk punk band back in the day. Hmm. I'm cool. slightly older at this point, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, they are no longer functional, unfortunately. Um, but, um, yeah, I just try to keep that spirit alive, that punk rock spirit of like, you know, whether I'm writing songs about my friends or having them on a podcast, just trying to, you know, kind of, uh, build them up a notch because why not, you know, yeah. if you can't be the hero of your own life, then no one else is going to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, really, if you have any parting sentiments, words, things I didn't ask, shout-outs, uh, you know, anything have, of that I nature. A, I have a question. Good. So, on one of, this is, I'm, I'm just really curious. On one of your emails, you signed off with Job Bless? Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So I've never seen that. I'm a grandma. I've never heard that. What does it mean? Oh, man. It's uh, it's reggae, you know? It's, uh, all right. I mean, more respectfully, it's um, it's just uh, Rastafarian for God. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So. Gotcha. Okay, you know, yeah. I was just some curious. people say God bless. I like to think I have oh. a little, a li- little reggae okay. spirit in me somewhere. Gotcha. Okay. So. I thought it was maybe like some slang that like I was like not up to date with and needed to update myself with or something. But no, I just good to know. I just listen to entirely too much reggae. That's probably all it is. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) to me, it's like normal. But yeah, cool. Um, I don't know. (laughs) So that's pretty much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys keep making music and. uh, Obviously, I'll try to get this thing out of here. Hopefully, get you guys a couple extra followers, a couple extra streams. I don't know. It's worth <laughs> a try, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, and yeah, last thing, you're always welcome back on. So, if, you know, a year or two from now, you got something new, just hit me up. Hopefully, this thing will get a couple extra streams by then as well. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Fingers <laughs> Um. But that's pretty much it. So it's really nice talking to you guys, and uh, okay. yeah. glad you could just yeah hang out for a minute. Um, just getting done with a thirty-hour shift, so I'm either gonna go to bed or drink this bottle of wine and call it night. Either <laughs> okay. well deserved. Yeah. Um, but yep. All right. Have Thanks so much, Brett. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, I want to thank TJ and Eve for coming on the episode. The song you're hearing in the background is called Astrology. And uh, if you like it, definitely go check it out. Follow the band wherever you may find them. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music.
Thank you.